What's going on, folks? Welcome to 34 Questions. I'm your host, 34, and tonight I'm joined by Mr. Nathan Raglan. How you doing, Nathan? I am doing wonderful. How about yourself, my good sir? I'm doing good, man. Uh, winding down. This is. I don't. Are you in the East Coast, West Coast? Where are you from? East Coast, for sure. And yeah. yeah. Well, even even more so. Thank you for joining me. I know how late it is out there right now. Um, Hey, it's one of those I'm used to working a night shift and such, so I'm used to being up at this odd hour anyway. So, yeah, you've been working night shift for a while now, or that's a year and a half, I would say at this point. So, yeah, yo, man, I, I actually just left the job because I was working night shift, and it was it was starting to take oh, its toll dang. on me. Yeah, yeah, it was. A, I don't know what your hours. Yeah, I don't are blame like. you, man. <laughs> uh, well, it's I say night shift. It's actually graveyard shift. So I'm coming in anywhere between seven thirty to nine thirty p.m. and I'm not getting off till like six o'clock in the morning. Damn. Okay, I got yeah. you. <laughs> yeah. Nah, that's rough, man. I, that's I think a little more rougher than I am because because that's almost twelve hours, and I was my 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 shift was like ten hours. <laughs> Yeah, well, I mean, I was gonna say the max we get would be like ten hours, but I mean, at least it's like solid days. Like, cause I I work at a, a warehouse, uh, so it's one of those like we have set hours, we have set days. Sometimes we'll come in on the occasional like Fridays or something like that. But for the most part, like it's not like some jobs where it's it's a revolving door of days and hours and all this kind of stuff. For sure, I feel you, and you're still able to balance uh, your podcast, right? Uh, mm, absolutely. Uh, can you tell me, uh, give me a glimpse of what your podcast is like for for the folks out there? Absolutely, absolutely. I am the host of the Postmodern Art Podcast, a podcast dedicated to giving artists who are wowing the world over the platform they deserve. Uh, I bring down, I bring on an artist every single week. Um, I just you know an artist i personally appreciate the work that they do and you know even then some you know i've I've had suggestions from audience members and such before but basically i just uh have a conversation with them have them talk about their passion their artwork what got them interested where they want to do where they want to go with their kind of stuff and just let them just gush about their passion more than anything else that's what's up, man. And I can see you've uh, you've you practiced that story, or you know, <laughs> saying your story, which I think is an important thing that everybody kind of gets a chance to practice every time they meet someone new. Um, but yeah, that's what's up, man. Uh, how long? I mean, oh, go ahead. I was gonna say more than anything else. Like you know, these these artists, a lot of their art like relates to me on a personal level, on many different aspects or whatnot. So it's one of those like, if I'm gonna take the time to dedicate like now how should i word this words are wonderful aren't they um <laughs> nah, uh basically like with all these artists like they do incredible stuff and i just want at least at the end of the day just give them like a, a like i said the platform they deserve because a lot of times you'll see you know like the horror stories of like the art world you know being gypped on commissions or being put in these horrible workplace conditions and stuff i want to give them a chance to to showcase the world even with heads little of a platform i have right now just showcase them hey these people are doing incredible things that's it <laughs> ah, are, are you an artist yourself i was i'm more like if, it depends on what you define as art because i am a filmmaker and i consider that an art form as it is so that's what's up yeah yeah uh anything we can find out there that maybe you've worked on <laughs> i mean I, I, it's mainly just college short films at this point i'm gonna eventually be getting my way back into it right now i put more of my efforts into the podcast but i do have a youtube page that has all my short films and such uh what was it perfect shifted uh you know it, 
it's just look up Nathan Ragland, Classy Nattery Productions. I'm sure you'll have a link in the description, right? For the of fans course. at home. Of course. Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. But yeah, all right, for sure. Um, that's what's up, man. I mean, for the folks out there, it's the first time we've ever connected, first time talking. So this is all news to me, and, and, and it's dope, man. It's, it's great to, to meet another artist. Um, but I think we all are in some, some sense, but not everybody embraces it or they found what their art is. You feel me? Oh, no, I absolutely. It's one of those we all have a, a different way of expressing ourselves. And one of the things I try to do with the podcast is try to redefine what art can be, because there's so many different ways for us to like input ourselves in a certain way and express ourselves a million different ways. I mean, I've had animators. I've had people that do thumbnails for big time YouTubers and such. I've had musicians. I've even had a wrestler on the podcast at one point, like, you know, professional wrestling. Her name was Edith Surreal, wonderful person. Absolutely, you know, wonderful to, to get the chat with her. That's what's up, man. Uh, I'm kind of curious. What do you think the biggest thing you've gotten from, from doing your podcast and having these conversations? With the biggest thing, like, what do you mean by that? Like the biggest guess I've gotten or like the biggest lesson I've learned? Like what? So, so someone kind of framed like my podcast as, as a way to enrich, enrich myself. Like I didn't, I hadn't thought about it that way, but the fact that we are talking to all these various people, we are getting something out of it as far as our, our life experience. So what would you say is the biggest thing you've gotten out of, you know, just doing your thing pretty much. (laughs) I, I think the biggest thing I've at least gotten so far, um, was I've had people who are fans of the podcast tell me straight up that you know i've had at least one person tell me that you know my podcast is like inspiring them and seeing all these people and what they gotta go through like is really getting them into art and such i mean that's incredible i've had you know both uh fans of the podcast and former guests just straight up tell me that they love the fact that you know they're that i'm giving these artists this kind of spotlight like it's not it's not big right now i i wish it was bigger but you know at the same time at the end of the day for me what i get from it more than anything else is i get an opportunity to just let a person just go about their passion more than anything else you ever talk with someone and like especially something that they're absolutely passionate about and there's just that moment to where they got like that tunnel vision to where all they want to talk about is that thing but like they're so passionate they're so elaborate with it that you just don't want them to stop whenever i see that with any of the artists i bring on the podcast that's my biggest that that's the thing that i get the most from the podcast like just seeing that out of the people that i bring on that's dope man that's dope uh and would you say you you've always been a conversationalist and you know you wanted <laughs> you wanted to do this <laughs> i i don't know if i've always wanted to do this i've, I've wanted to do a podcast for a good couple of years and stuff when it comes to conversationalist i was the kind of person that my parents would tell to you know be quiet a lot of the times I, my my dad has this funny story of whenever i was like i want to say six years old or something like that i had read like they were shopping or something like that it was like a dollar general or like a smaller store or something like that. I had run off and I was holding hands with some random strangers. Like, I looked like they were my parents. <laughs> That's hilarious. <laughs> so you could say I'm kind of a busybody. I like, you know, interacting with people. <laughs> for sure, man. For sure. Uh, well, before we go any further, I do have a couple icebreakers for you. Uh, mm-hmm. This first one is a one word spelling bee. One uh, word spelling bee. Okay. One word spelling bee. And your word is handkerchief. Handkerchief. Okay. Okay. H-A-N-D-K-E-R-C-H-I-E-F. 
Congratulations. <laughs> hey! first, first try. First try. Uh, a lot of people missed that D in there, but it didn't. Really? Okay. It didn't, okay. Didn't fool you. Didn't fool you. <laughs> I was thinking about it for a second. I'm like, no, there is, like, because it's a handkerchief, whatever the, the breakdown of the word is. But still, yeah. No, I'm, I'm, I'm surprised I got it. <laughs> Michelle, man, and uh, the next one is a riddle. How are how are you with riddles? I think I'm okay with them. If nothing else, once I'm told it once, I will never forget it. So, have you uh, listened to any of the riddles on this podcast yet? I have. I haven't really listened much to this podcast. I'll be honest, because I wanted to be in here surprised with this kind of thing. So, with the questions you have, yeah, no, no worries, no worries. It's it's better if you haven't heard any of these. <laughs> but, okay. Uh, this one is: Can you name three consecutive days? without using the days of the week so you can't say monday tuesday wednesday thursday friday saturday sunday but you have to name three consecutive days mm, okay 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 i think i know what you're talking about mm. now i'm probably gonna get completely wait three like for me, I'm thinking like naming the specific days themselves, not the days of the week. So something like Thanksgiving Eve, Thanksgiving Day, Black Friday. I see. It, that's not quite the answer we're looking for. Okay. What's the answer if I may ask? It is yesterday, today, and tomorrow. Oh, okay. So, that's smart. That's smart. <laughs> now you could use it with, uh, with your friends and family. <laughs> Duly noted. Duly noted. Well, uh, thank you for participating. Um, of course. I hope you got a little fun out of that before we start getting serious. Oh, <laughs> absolutely. I mean, more than, more than anything else, I'm, I'm thankful we just had the opportunity, so a little fun wouldn't hurt. <laughs> for sure. Uh, well, my first question in the warm-up for you is, what would you like the audience to know about you? What would I like the audience to know about me? Well, my name is Nathan Ragland, like I said before. Host of Postmodern Art Podcast, uh, award-winning filmmaker. I forgot to mention that before. Aspiring voice actor, um, college dropout. Well, not really dropped out. I just hadn't gone back into it just yet. I just I'm taking a break, more or less. Uh, you know, I've, I'm not born from Georgia, but I was raised in Georgia, so I consider that my hometown more than anything else. Mm. Yeah, I, th I feel like I'm an open book, so that's why I feel like I'm ready for whatever you're going to be throwing at me next. I got you, man. Um, you had mentioned, you know, I guess leaving college for a little bit. Do you think the path that you're kind of on is going to, like, require a college degree? <laughs> uh, it depends, because so with the thing with my night job that i said but with the the graveyard shift job i've considered that always as a job not as a career the filmmaking thing is what i feel like would be the the better path for me um and but with this point with like the podcast as well like i can consider that a path as well if i stick with the podcast i wouldn't really need the degree with the filmmaking i feel like it would help me out at least when it comes to connections and stuff like that but at the end of the day at this point with how much i've invested with college and stuff i have like a semester left i feel like it would be a disappointment on me if i didn't finish up that degree you know yeah yeah a semester left that, that's very doable <laughs> uh, just do like at least one class at a time for like a you know year and a half or something like that and i sh or like a year maybe and i should be able to get it 
is it if you don't mind me asking is it a degree that's more so you know that goes goes in line with your dream or is it like a backup plan you know i i would say it goes in line with dream because it's mass media so like tv film all that jazz like the over-encompassing you know bubble that they uh, you know cover with that so i feel like that would work best with the dream that i'm trying to hope for which is to inspire people one way or another whether it be film whether it be podcast just something to where i make an impact for sure for sure my second question for you is if someone were to pay you a tribute how how would you like to be honored so if i was going to tell myself today i'm going to do something in the honor of nathan what could i do for doing something in honor of me to pay tribute honestly it, it might not be a one-day thing i will be honest with you about that one paying a tribute to me would be to live your life with the mentality that you want to leave this place better than you entered it one way or another. I'm not saying you have to go out there and find, you know, the cure for cancer. Cause not everyone can do that. If you can, please do. Um, but I, whether it be as simple as just being a more open person and someone that would like to, you know, that, that, that would just like to help a person out at the end of the day. If that's, the bare minimum that you can do that's better than a lot of people and that's something that i feel like would improve the world more than anything else so if you're gonna pay tribute to me make sure that you live your life to leave this world better than you entered it no doubt now we know now we know and uh my third my third question for you is on a scale from one to ten how well do you know yourself i like i feel confident that I should know myself at least a good nine, eight out of ten. I'll, I'll, you know, one of those two. Like there might be some stuff that depend on how deep these questions go. I'll be like, oh crap, I didn't realize that. <laughs> but I, I feel like I'm fairly comfortable with who I am. For sure. Um, <laughs> you feel like that it, it took you a while to get to that kind of place in your mind, or you've always kind of known yourself? And you know, some some kids out there they they own themselves. So, <laughs> I feel like there are several aspects of me that I was already aware of and I was comfortable with, but there's some aspects that you know I'm still learning. There's always something new to learn, whether it be about yourself, about the world, every single day. So, for sure. What would you say is your favorite thing about your personality? <laughs> the fact that I can try to, to conversate with just about anyone, you know, <laughs> it's, it's one of those, I, I enjoy conversation more than anything else. So I feel like, you know, a lot of people, they're, they're very shy to like open up to a person to try to get to know a person and such. So I feel like, you know, the fact that I can at least attempt to get a hello out of a person, I feel like that takes me a lot farther than some people. That's why I'm proudest of when it comes to me. No doubt, man. No doubt. All right. Well, we, we made it to the main portion of the interview where you begin choosing numbers between one and 34. We, we okay. got three levels, easy, medium, hard. Where would you like to start? It's up to you. Uh, well, honestly, I don't want to go with like a general grid. I just wanted to hop around different numbers, if that's OK with you. Or do I have to go with the grid system? <laughs> oh, no, no. Uh, I mean, because each, each number has a different uh, or each level has 34 questions itself. So it's, oh. Okay. If you want to, you know, it's up to you in in that sense. But okay, okay. Uh, I mean, we could jump around. (laughs) Yeah, let's just jump around. Let's just let's make things interesting. I'm I'm gonna make this an interesting podcast for both you and me. (laughs) All right, let's let's do it, man. Let's do it. All right. Uh, I'll just I'll start with a random number. How about that? We'll we'll start from there and go from there. Go for it. Go for it. I'll go with my personal favorite number mainly because it's my birthday, and I'll say fifteen. Fifteen. 
All right. This question is, how much of yourself is due to nature versus nurture? Nature versus nurture. I th- I think it's more nurture than it is nature, to be honest, because it's one of those. I I get a lot of my personality when it comes to obviously who raised us more than anything else. Um, I feel like at least when it comes to like my sense of humor and how I should act towards a person or whatnot, it is based on how my dad and how my parents were towards you know other people and such and am i as identical to them as possible no my dad's a lot more wittier than i am um, <laughs> <laughs> but i feel like seeing their interactions with people is kind of what helps sort of grow my personality more than anything else and that's why i feel like i am the way that i am N- nature like i feel like if i was to I'm not much of a like whenever I think nature, I think survival more than anything else. And I am not one to mainly be a survivalist. It's one of those I, you know, I can try like if you know instinct kicks in, obviously people are going to react differently. But I feel like most of what I know as a person is nurture more than nature. I got you. Uh, you, how would you describe your sense of humor? Because it came up. <laughs> no, no, that's a good question. Um. <sighs> honest honest comedy i'll put it like that all right as in like you know i don't like we don't need to sugarcoat it or anything like that like if you're just gonna like tell me something stupid or something silly i'm probably gonna laugh at it because it's honestly silly it's honestly hilarious or like it you know if like my, my dad my dad's one of those people to where if he doesn't mess with you he doesn't like you and he's got one of the quickest tongues out there when it comes to like messing with a person over silly things there, there are certain people at work to like he'll talk about how short they are or like you know uh you know how slow they can be or whatnot how lazy they can be or whatnot and like just the way that he goes about that like with how honest he is with that kind of stuff i just laugh some people might call it dark humor at times i absolutely love that <laughs> Like the uh, the hard truth sometimes. Or the exactly. Truth. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, I'm with it. I, I'm not a comedy genius by any means, but I did take one class in college that said the the reason why things are funny is because they're unexpected or they're the truth. Uh, so, and honestly, anytime I see a joke, it's like, oh yeah, that was either unexpected or that was the truth. Uh, yeah, honestly, that that's a good description. Whatever class that was, I need to take it because that's more than I got. <laughs> <laughs> I feel it. Um, so you said you were a filmmaker. Uh, you've been yes. doing that for a long time now, or is it actually new? no? It, it's one of those I didn't. So I grew up in basically. I, I'll put it bluntly. I grew up in basically bumfuck nowhere, USA. Um, right. <laughs> <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't know that was a city. <laughs> I know, right? Now, basically, I grew up in I, I, like the school, the high school that I at least went to. It was one of those places where if you were in the FFA, the Future Farmers of America, uh, you were weird, and I was one of the weird ones we didn't really have a whole lot of like digital media stuff i think the most that we had was the yearbook class and such which i was the uh the editor my senior year for if that says anything but i knew i wanted to at least do something with like entertainment and all that kind of stuff so i my first thought is okay i'm around all stuff and i think i know a lot about like sports and stuff so i'll be like a sports broadcaster which which is fun it's fine there's there's obviously a market for that um so the college that I went to, though, when I was visiting colleges, uh, well, no, I actually passed when I visited colleges and such. I um, The college I went to, there was a club called Film and Video Society that we have there. And I went in there 
like kind of blind because I thought I was just like you know appreciating movies and stuff which I mean I appreciate entertainment but no like some of the people in there like it was that but there were some people in there that were like hey we're making films we need help getting that experience on the set in my freshman year of college is what sparked me to like really go forth and like be a filmmaker because I've always been a creative and artsy person like in high school I took all the art classes that I could um, and so like getting that experience whenever I actually got to college and seeing that I could express myself through that way i had to go forth with that for sure um you you mentioned entertainment as as, <laughs> as as something which i i love entertainment too i grew up on tv uh not so much <laughs> movies I, I thought i thought i was a big movie person until i met other people who are really into movies <laughs> and oh I, no same here same here <laughs> and i realized oh, i just like tv so for the folks out there who who may think you know entertainment is a waste like i know there's people who are like why do you you know watch so much tv or why do you you know partake what what's the what is entertainment like value to to you like what, what do you find valuable about it entertainment is a major thing because for a lot of people it's a way for them to express themselves like the the people that make entertainment and for the people that are consuming entertainment it's a way for them to relate and then in their turn find a way to express themselves a lot um we're seeing a lot now with especially like cartoons and stuff you know cartoons have been really around you know since what the 1920s or 30s with mickey mouse and all that kind of stuff but like when tv was really a mainstay when every single household had a tv we're now starting to see a generation that is truly making shows that was inspired to them by other tv shows and such um and you know people that are on youtube making stuff that's like based on tv shows or inspired by tv shows i think that if viewed properly and if expressed properly like there's so many different ways that entertainment can really help a person truly be themselves more than anything else um you know like i you know i go online all the time i'm on twitter a lot partially because of the podcast and such but <laughs> but like i'm on there and i'm seeing all this like different fan art of like all these different shows and such and the people that are making that kind of stuff are absolutely amazing and incredible and i wish i could let every single one of them know that they are perfect with all the art that they're making like it's amazing scary at times but amazing nevertheless no no doubt uh, what would you say is the most slept on show that you enjoyed (laughs) (laughs) oh it's a good question that is a good question well i mean okay i'll go with one that i think was most slept on growing up and that was because it was the the show that like really inspired me and we kind of talked about beforehand uh class of 3000 that was the biggest like influence when it comes to me for those who don't know it was a show that was created by andre 3000 and i have a fun little story to go with that but it was created by andre 3000 and thomas lynch but it was basically just like uh what was that one show it was basically like if the electric company was like animated and like brought to modern times because of like the mute like there was a it was a good dynamic with all the kids and all the diversity that they had on there uh andre 2000 did a great job being the 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 teacher on there suddenly bridges and like they would have like a new music video every single week that for every new episode or whatnot and each one was done in a different sound like the uniqueness and beauty with all of the different you know like animated videos on their own was absolutely incredible and stunning and i wish it got more love than it did but it was only like around for two seasons and then i like it it had to stop because someone tried to sue because they uh what was it 
They tried to sue because they thought that Andre 3000 stole their idea, but in reality, it was too vague of a premise that the original people had. But by the time all the, by the time the court case went down, everything the the show was dead and gone. Sadly. Damn, I did not know that was the reason why it got canceled. I thought it was a. Uh... I, I didn't I think it was just because it was slept on but I, I mean it, like it was probably part of it but at the same time like the court case was the one that really cut it uh, I actually on my own podcast I talked to the guy who directed the entire of the show Joe Horn and he was talking about how they were in the middle of season two whenever they heard the news about the lawsuit and such and it, like it, it just basically it, it killed it for them that the the story of the stories i heard about some of the development or some of the (laughs) most interesting things like the uh the music videos i talked about that wasn't intentionally part of at least joe's vision when it came to the show um he wanted to make it simple and cheaper for everyone by having like you know maybe like you know one music video for like a couple weeks something like that but no andre 2000 is like nah i'm gonna make a new song every week every single week uh, you guys are gonna like it. <laughs> Damn, I did not know. Now I, I feel like I really gotta watch and pay attention to to that process, or at least the songs. Oh, uh, dude, some of the songs on there are absolutely gorgeous. More than anything else, like they got like a, a good blend of like you know, like you know, pop, rap, uh, jazz. Like there was a good variety on there. So, for sure, I'm, I'm gonna check it out, man. Class of three thousand, right? Yes, yes, it is. All right. Uh, go ahead and throw me another number. Uh, you know what? Let's go in honor of the legend that has been dropped this past weekend. Let's go with number 23. 23. <laughs> the legend that has been dropped. <laughs> At the first round, at least. I, you know, a little sports tidbit for those. <laughs> <laughs> well, we got some sports fan listening. I, I know they listen. There you go. Uh, there you go. But, uh, what has been the toughest pill for you to swallow? <laughs> Oh man, okay, I'm hitting the hard questions now. Okay, okay. The toughest pill for me to swallow that not everyone is going to like me no matter what I do. That has been tough for me. The toughest pill for me to swallow. Because it's one of those, like, I, as you can probably tell from our little short conversation alone, like, I, I enjoy, like, talking to people. I enjoy, you know, I, I enjoy that connection, that affection with some people. But there's just some people that, don't just vibe with me and that's just how life is going to be you know that it's actually no no the toughest pill for me to swallow is that life isn't easy it's one of those you can chew everything in your power to try to make it as easy as possible but there's always going to be something that is going to pop up and ruin it one way or another whether it be you know dealing with hard times you know struggling with mental issues or personal issues or whatnot death of family whatever it may be that's just how life is going to be life is not going to go easy on you there are times where it might seem easier to where you might be able to get by better than others but the good times aren't always going to roll but at the same time with life no matter what you either got to roll with it or it'll roll over you so you might as well just do what you can Get, you know work with the stuff you're given and build off of that and make it the best life you can no doubt no doubt um and you you kind of had me thinking a little bit about my own life and uh how how that can never relates to me i got lost i'm sorry but uh 
No, 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 you're, you're, you're perfectly fine. I, I was going to say to help kind of connect it a little bit. Trust me, it's something that I more or less had to learn this past year alone, you know, because like for me, whenever I was in college, I felt like I was riding high more than anything else. Yeah, you know, I, I felt like, you know, I, I, you know, everything was just going up and up and up and up. But there's there's a point in college to where for me, it, I, I felt like I just hit a wall more than anything else you know there, there are points where like i would go into a school semester or whatnot just you know being amped up and excited for everything and ready to go more than anything else and then just just yeah it just it, it, it just stopped clicking for me more than anything else and i just shut down more than anything else and i mean it's one of those i let life roll over me at that point i didn't take charge and try to change my situation to try to make sure i didn't put myself in that kind of situation um uh, sorry that was the past year and a half i mean this past year i mean you and i can both agree this past you know 365 days has been one of the weirdest and probably one of the worst years for a lot of people to experience um some of it hits closer than others um what was it earlier this year in fact i i tested positive for covid and everyone in my family tested positive for covid um some of us were able to get through it easily one of us didn't make it that was my grandfather and that like it, it crushed me more than anything else it crushed me because i i saw my dad probably as most vulnerable at that point and it was it was rough it was rough to see him like that because he even told me that at that moment he he lost his hero whenever his grandpa passed away whenever my grandpa passed away but my dad oddly enough was the one that told me straight up hey you know it's it's gonna suck it's gonna sting but that's life you either gotta roll with it or it rolls over you yeah man <clears throat> i just want to thank you for opening it up and I, I know that's yeah. not always easy to talk about um I, I it, it's this stuff's never gonna be easy to talk about or it's never gonna be something to listen to at times. I apologize to the audience if this is a hard part for you guys to listen to, but at the same time that's again goes back to my original point. That's life, you know. I, if if I'm gonna like if I just shut down right now and just not open up about that stuff and like not cope with that stuff more than anything else, then I'm just gonna be a wreck by the end of the day. And I don't need that in my life. Yeah, no, no doubt. Um is there any any like lessons or maybe sayings from your grandfather that you remember that, that is share shareable? But if not, that's fine too. I, I I wish I had more. I wish I did. I mean, I it's not nothing against my grandpa. Okay, my grandpa was a great person. He was a wonderful person. What I did learn is I understood where my dad's work ethic came from, and that's where I understood where my work ethic came from. My grandfather like worked years on end at a, a factory you know to make sure that his family was fed more than anything else i mean it was just you know him my grandma and my dad but like still like he had to like basically putting his body through that tear more than anything else he he was in at least two catastrophic attacks or uh, wrecks or something like that like there was at one point to where they had to put like a rod in his leg but he still after you know dealing with that he still got up and he still went to work for like 50 60 70 years or something like that he didn't even finish high school and he was already working just to make sure that he could support himself and you know support stuff like that um he never really missed any days or whatnot and he was always one to like if 
my family need or if my you know, my dad or my grandma need anything he made sure to put them before himself that's something that my dad has definitely carried on with a, a day-to-day life and that's something that i try to carry on as well with my work for sure for sure it, it makes me think sometimes about how uh i'm not saying we're not hard workers but the fact that it was a different time there was different priorities oh, yeah. there was different struggles that uh yeah like I, I know the older generations call our generation soft <laughs> and we can't it's like they, they, they call the, they call us the soft generation but it's like where do you think we were from because <laughs> it's like how much how i will say this when it comes to like the 50s and stuff like that how much did the government like give to the people like how many like the houses or whatnot especially with like the the living wages then or whatnot like there was a lot that the government gave them that then they turned to us and be like come on why are you giving all this why are you you know mooching off the government you guys mooched off of it first yeah yeah <laughs> you're like it almost com- comes down in a line you know because there was it's, it's almost like we learned it from somewhere we learned it from our elders the ones that are criticizing us <laughs> just saying yeah but i digress <laughs> i feel it man um i was gonna i'm, I'm just curious but uh mm-hmm. i'm 31 are you okay are you close to my age or are you a little bit further away i'm a little younger i'm about 25 25 okay for sure not not too bad you're like in the middle because i had yeah. i had just had a 21 year old on the show and i was okay. i was asking them about you know what they thought the differences were between like you know 10 year gap between me and them um how about for yourself you're kind of in the middle so i feel like you, you can kind of relate a little bit to the 21 year old and also to the 31 year old how yeah. do you how do you feel about being in the middle i don't oh, know trust me it's one of those it's it's weird for me to be in this position more than anything else because like i feel like i've gained so much with us being in the internet age or whatnot but there's still sorry there's still so much that you know i I don't know or whatnot. And there's still so much that, you know, I can only imagine like the 31 year old has to deal with and such, <laughs> especially these days that I'm kind of lucky that I don't have to deal with yet, but I know it's like slowly creeping up, you know, when it comes to, you know, certain, you know, I'll say like certain bills or certain like responsibilities and such, but like, I'm not, you know, the 21 year old to where like, you know, especially nowadays to where they're like just entering this world, like more or less like a lot of these younger ones, like they're really getting their first taste and boy, does it suck to have the first taste be what it's been for the past couple years alone. Like it's, it's rough on them. <laughs> it was rough on me and it's rough on everyone as a whole. So it's one of those, like, I feel like, especially with this, these days, like the two eras more than anything else, the, the 10 year difference or whatnot, it's it's an interesting time to be in at least for me because i feel like i'm getting the best of both perspectives or the worst of both perspectives one way or another i got you i got you um all right man well i'm gonna throw you a curveball right now okay it's a fill in the blank okay so uh yours is social media is blank (laughs) toxic it's toxic toxic (laughs) Yes, it, which is which is sad for me to say because I use social media a lot to actually here's here's the correct answer. Social media is a double edged sword. That is the best way I can describe it at this point, because like on one hand, there's so many incredible people doing incredible things and showcasing themselves to where if 
if you were to ask someone 10, 15, 20 years ago, they wouldn't have that opportunity to really showcase themselves. And it would be like a rare like spark for them to truly get that opportunity to show who they are. On the other hand, now that everyone has the opportunity to express themselves, some people don't know when to shut the fuck up. <laughs> <laughs> like just bluntly, like people are like, people are allowed to really like express themselves in the worst way possible and they think they can get away with it because there's the the led screen in front of them that's like protecting them there's that barrier more or less instead of like actually being in person and like if i was to tell you something horrible or whatnot you could punch me right in my face if i was to tell you something online you'll know where the fuck i am you know like it's it, it it's one of those if put in the right hands it could be used for good but more often than not we're seeing a good bit of examples of it not being used for good and those people get in the spotlight more than anything else Mm. do you do you feel any struggle because i you know obviously running a podcast you have to kind of be active on social media i don't know how active you are i i try to stay away like i don't know i don't know what i'm trying to do i'm trying to keep my sanity without feeling like i'm counting the numbers or you know trying to follow engagement and all these things so how how do you do it (laughs) i do it more or less for fun (laughs) it's one of those like i i try to do it for fun at the end of the day um it's because at the end of the day, like for me, at least it's part of the job of being of having a podcast or whatnot, because one of those like I have to find a way to try to promote myself as best as possible. I mainly use Twitter because I find I'm more comfortable with Twitter more than anything else. I do have an Instagram, but I barely use it. But I'm starting to get to use it because I know there's a lot of especially art on Instagram. And I want that kind of you know people to understand that hopefully like I'm trying to make them part of the audience because they're the ones that are hopefully inspired by some of the people I bring on. That's just the hope at the end of the day. But um, when it comes to social media, more or less, I just try to have some uh, I'm not as active as some people can be. I don't tweet every like 20 seconds or something (laughs) like that. But same time, like I'm on there. I'm at least on like Twitter daily. You know, that that's the most I am. I don't post, you know, daily, but I'm on there daily. For sure. For sure. Um, how do you? I'm just curious. Are are you on TikTok at all? I am not. I I I, I get it. I understand the appeal. I just don't think you'd be something for me. See, that's that's the that's you leading towards the 31 year old side. Exactly. Then, but, exactly. <laughs> but but the fact that you're on Twitter, that's more the 21 year old side, and and, and I can see that, man. Because for me, I feel I feel so trapped sometimes, and I'm big on Instagram because that's what they say the. The millennials are all on on Instagram, and the next generation's all on TikTok. So, <laughs> that, that, that's... I was gonna say, I I, I feel like I'm I, I feel like as Twitter, I'm part of the in between. It's one of those like the 21 year olds or whatnot. They're not using most of the social media platforms. Most they're using is probably like Facebook and stuff. But I feel like you know the the Gen Z or whatever they're called at this point, like they're the ones using like the they're the one using TikTok or they're the I believe there's a lot more in my opinion i think there's a lot more younger people using instagram i could be very wrong with that i'm probably very wrong and i will admit being wrong if i am but i feel like twitter is this place where there's just a hodgepodge of random people and a bunch of corporations trying to do their best to get in on the 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 money bank that is there that is people's attention um (laughs) but yeah 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 i mean i haven't i haven't figured out the swing of twitter yet i'm trying to i think like for me what what my plan is just to to upload i think it's two minute 
two minute clips because that's as as far as you can go on Twitter. Um, but it's been. A, I, yeah. I wouldn't even go that far. For me, what I usually do, and I'll say in my defense, I don't have a huge following. I have at least a hundred something followers on twitter but what i use to usually hype up the podcast is i find like one part that i particularly love like at least one or two like different funny moments or something like that i try to find one just have that up there as is like maybe with like a little lead in and then have like a little information at the end of it let you know hey the podcast is coming on this day with this guest da, 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 da. like just something that will grab the attention super quick it's usually like a minute long or something like that you know okay okay i and i appreciate the advice because i'm i've been super uh trying to figure that out i uh i don't know for you but for me like i have it on youtube but then if yeah. i if i put it on instagram like it's something i hate to do but because you know we're following the dream i have to do it and it's changed everything to portrait mode and uh <laughs> and like that's all post editing and stuff but that's the rule that's the rule that google gave me was like if you're going to do it you better do it portrait mode because you can't count on people turning turning it sideways to watch your shit yeah <laughs> yeah that's that's something that i'm not surprised with as well it's nothing else like try to find a way to get in the little square that's usually there because most people are usually comfortable with seeing that little bit maybe seeing the little bit of description then moving on because that's the instagram standard or whatnot um you know because i mean people want to see as much in that limited amount of space as possible so it's like if you have that you have most your bulk right there um i was also gonna say what was it um, i know for me so i have it also on youtube but i have it on spotify apple podcasts uh you know all sorts of different platforms and such that's part of the reason why i use all these different social media platforms to try to get the word out there because there's so many ways for people to consume it and the more the merrier you know uh, how about twitch you, you... I, so I'm part of a podcast network and the podcast network has a Twitch. I need to figure out what I want to do if I was to do a live streaming platform like that. I gotcha. I gotcha. I, I looked into it and it, it said I had to do a certain amount. There's like certain amount of numbers you got to reach before you can actually upload episodes. Like, you know, really? if, I, if, I, if I wasn't going to go live. Yeah, it was like, OK, yeah, you got to. OK, stream. yeah, that makes sense stream eight hours have at least um, three three different viewers every time you stream some something like that but so i i, I want to sort of lead you in a certain direction i'm gonna tell you right now twitch is probably not the end-all be-all when it comes to live streaming as it makes itself out to be because the the issue with twitch i i listened to a podcast uh that featured a guy by the name of Devin nash who like analyzes all these different analytics and such when it comes to you know youtube twitch da, 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 da. if you want to go into live streaming I would look into YouTube first because YouTube's algorithm is a lot better when it comes to discovery. When it comes to Twitch, unless you know exactly what you want to look for, you're not going to find it instantly. You're going to have to scroll all the way down, whatever you know category you're trying to look for before you find the little people that don't really know. Meanwhile, if you start off on YouTube, either streaming through there or just uploading through there and then promoting yourself to the Twitch or whatnot, that will get you the guaranteed audience more than anything else because YouTube has a lot better algorithm to where you can just type in a random search term set it up to new and you can get or like not even set up to new but like you can like if i was to do like a gaming video or something like that i could search up like modern warfare click on like the live feed or whatnot i could scroll down i could have a ten thousand view you know watch next to a hundred view watch or something like that 
I gotcha. I gotcha. Well, thank you for that insight because I was about to spend a whole lot of time <laughs> trying, to, trying to figure it out on Twitch. But uh, I, I think YouTube I'm more comfortable with. I think a lot of people are, um, especially, you know. I mean, yeah, go ahead. I, I was going to say that's part of the thing with YouTube. It's one of those like people are a lot more comfortable with because they've got a lot more people. They, they make the interface a lot more easier for people to comprehend so they can get the new people in and just instantly upload, try to get the, the newer people that don't use YouTube in to make stuff or to just use it in the first place that's twitch's biggest problem right now it's one of those they they know that there's an audience for like certain gaming stuff like people are going to watch ninja stream because they want to watch ninja all right but there are the people that may not know ninja that twitch wants they want those people that don't know ninja to come in and watch ninja you know yeah 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 uh for sure man well i mean thank you for dropping some knowledge on me it's definitely going to be useful uh, anyway i can help <laughs> for sure for sure go ahead and uh throw me another number man uh you know what let's go with number just off the top of my head let's go with number five number five what artist song or album has inspired you <laughs> you're asking the person with the art podcast what art inspires them you are a wonderful person <laughs> um easy question. okay easy question yeah i know right <laughs> Artists, number one off the top of my head, left that London, especially right now. They are the ones that have like truly inspired me. Have you heard of this artist before? Have you heard of this musician before? You said left that London? Left that no. London. No, 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 I haven't. Okay, so first off, this was a person that started off as a Vine star. I'm not going to name the Vine star because they have since transitioned into a woman. Like that's something that, you know, a whole entire different issue with them. But she has transitioned um and she's been making music for years now like a good couple of years that's like her true passion or whatnot i fell in love with her art with her music because uh <laughs> there's there's it's this will lead to someone else that also inspired me but they did a parody video saying yeah this person like making you know basically making music in the style of tower of the creator that's another big one for me and i will definitely go more in depth with that in a second but like you know i that's how i first discovered her and like the music that she's creating right now oh my god it, it's indie pop and like that's something i never like was invested in, in the first place beforehand that's something i didn't even know about but like i invested myself deep with that and like the music that especially she's making absolutely amazing safety first is probably one of my favorite songs uh from her ep transgender street legend volume two this pat well not this past friday june 4th she just released her debut album and that album from like front to back is a can't skip like amazing album more than anything else because it's like it, it plays with what indie pop can be like the different beats and the different kind of stuff like it's incredible it, like with some of the stuff that they sampled but at the same time like more than anything else more than on top of that is the message more than anything else about like struggle with like mental health with relationships all this kind of stuff because that's something that she has personally struggled with a lot and like she, this is i have said this on twitter before this album alone has some of the most raw songwriting out there that anyone has ever made like with with the way that she has basically taken her heart and presented it to everyone with everything that she has struggled with more than anything else is it is uh for those that want to try to find this album t-i-a-p-f-y-h which stands for there's a place for you here but it's literally that little acronym on there <laughs> oh, i'm trying to, i'm trying to take notes on this right now it's t there's a place for you T here 
but but no but like if you're gonna find the album it's it's literally t-i-a-p-f-y-h it's an acronym or whatnot mainly because there's another song on the album called this is a protest for your heart so it's like it uses the same thing or whatnot gotcha um i personally love it could be better uh partially because it uses this well no i'm not gonna say that but like just the beat alone is absolutely great especially whenever there comes a point to where there's like a music drop or whatnot and that music drop is one of the hardest i've listened to and then like it transitions out of that in the most like amazing and like surreal way possible kudzu is a great song pills and good advice the song that starts it off is a is a 10 minute musical journey that flows through like three or five different styles and it is a journey worth going on uh, the ballad of marion zion check which is the second song on there i'm surprised she went with such a dis- depressing song for the second track but it fucking hits hard when you know the backstory it is <laughs> this is a certified <laughs> classic man the way you sell this is a certified it classic. should be a certified classic it should be a certified classic she like the way that she goes about just basically doing her own thing and be as also being as honest as open as she has that is something that inspires me another artist that i obviously mentioned tyler the creator that is a major one for me just kind of his entire career like just making the music that he wants to make and like especially whenever he's inspired by something um he doesn't really have a schedule more or less like he might you know do a couple he might do an album like here and you know every couple years like you know about the same time but like he's not going to like he's not gonna bend to the wheels of the industry or anything like that he's gonna make the music that he wants to make more than anything else he wants to (laughs) he wants to make an album about you know how growing up sucks he did that with goblin you know he wants to make an album about basically his relationship with a guy who's actually in love with a different woman he made that he wants to make the album for the grinch animated film that came out in 2018 fuck it he did that (laughs) he wants he wants to make a adult swim team tv show with his friends fuck it he did that <laughs> you gotta respect it for sure as as an exactly. artist yeah yeah he... go, ahead. go ahead i was gonna say like he he alone is probably like the biggest one and he's also my like my number one dream guest if i can get an artist on my podcast that's the number one that i want to just talk to more than anything else number two and this is the last person i'll talk about number two is gonna be vivian madrano um does that name ring a bell to you it doesn't enlighten it me. Doesn't. Enlighten me. Okay. Yeah. Have Have you ever heard of Has Been Hotel? Has Been Hotel. Has Been Hotel. No, I'm I'm feeling pretty stupid right now. Tell Tell no, me no, more. No, hey, tell me you more. Do not, you do not need to feel ashamed. Um, basically, it was a animated pilot that uh was like years in the making. I want to say at least like eight to ten years or something like that. Um, Vivian, who like has been trying to like make this thing a reality for years on end, and like did like a little animation stuff here and there. Um, finally got the chance in late 2019 to like. Well, in like 2018, 2019, to like make it a reality, like get an actual like group together, like independently, and like just present this out there to the world. And it got, I think it currently has close to 70 million views on YouTube. (laughs) And that's just the pilot alone. She has since gone on to make a little mini spin off series because. Well, I'll get to that in a second. Make a little spinoff series with Brandon Rogers of YouTube fame um, as the lead role. And he's been killing it as the voice of Blitz. Um, and on top of that, the original pilot has been Hotel. Yeah, she uh, she made a deal with A24 so that they're going to be 
developing that and trying to bring that to TVs or streaming service sometime soon. So seeing more or less her story and how she, like how she's basically taken something that is pure and what she's always wanted to make and develop it into this thing almost completely independently is something that I inspired and something I'd love to see and something I'd love to do at some point with other people's projects as in like give them a way to like help them make the thing that they want to make because that's the thing that they love they think that they've invested in something that they've ruined themselves in so yeah damn all right man i'm, I'm definitely gonna check out has been hotel uh it's and- it's, it's spelled h-a-z-b-i-n h-a-z h-a-z b-i-n oh nice I like that even I, more. For, for, the, sorry, for those that don't know, and this might actually help you out a little bit as well, it's basically about um, the princess of hell wants to create a place to where uh, demons can reevaluate, rehabilitate themselves so that every year when there's basically the, the purge that they have where angels come down to hell and kill just about everyone in sight, uh, they have a chance to basically re- rehabilitate themselves and get themselves away from hell, more or less. Um, she can't do it alone. Uh, she she needs a little bit of help. It's It's got comedy. It's got music. It's got all sorts of just gorgeous looking stuff more than anything else. It's, it's a trip. It's an experience. <laughs> I'm looking it up right after this uh, conversation, man. <laughs> I, I'm just super curious now. And, and no, even, no, good, good, good. I'm glad you are. Even even that plot, man. That plot definitely has my imagination kind of like, how how is this looking? How is this going to be like? <laughs> so, yeah, most definitely going to check it out. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> just a heads up, man. We, we made it to the concluding portion of the podcast. Time kind of Oh, wow. We really, we really ran through it. Wow. I thought we were going to get to more questions. <laughs> I know, man. I know, man. Um, I mean, that just you means. Should, oh, go ahead. You should have told me to, should have told me to shut up a little sooner so we can get to more questions. <laughs> I'm joking. I'm joking. Yeah. yeah I, I know, man. I know. Uh, I was going to say, similar to how you like your, your guests to rant on about their passions, man. I mean, for me, I guess passion is one of them, but I just like people talking about themselves you know i I like knowing people's stories and i'm sure you you can relate like there's a reason why we're both doing podcasts so (laughs) exactly exactly so can can i ask you a quick question more than anything else yeah go for it man why did you want to start this podcast in the first place oh man um a lot of things in my life kind of just brought me to this place where i felt confident enough and also had a clear idea of what I wanted to create like as a you know I I, I consider myself an artist I, I, th- I think I like to be creative as well um and I've been trying okay. to find a way to to bring other people into it and to be a part of it right and I I first wanted to be a rapper didn't work out it, it became too much of my ego uh I tried to start a clothing brand with a message uh, also became too much of my part of my ego but this podcast okay. man um the more I do it, it doesn't make me feel like it's about me, you know, and it makes me feel comfortable Good. that I'm really doing it for other people or other people are able to express themselves. And um, my previous guest right before this was telling me how for some reason, especially talking to maybe a stranger or someone that you haven't reconnected with in a while, you have you feel like you got space to talk and it doesn't feel like 
you know you you're trying to impress anyone because i mean i don't know if you got that vibe from me man but you know i'm pretty accepting of most people uh you have to really be doing something horrible for me to be like oh i don't want to like get to know you you feel me but uh oh no trust me i I think you and my you and you and i sort of relate on that same level it's one of those like you at least want to give people a chance like really just express themselves and like truly be themselves get to know them more than anything else and this podcast at least for you is like the best outlet for you to really get to like know a person uh, you know like let them just be them that's why i do my podcast because it's one of those like yeah i can have a podcast where i sit down for an hour and talk about the different kinds of art that i like but that you know that that'd be like just me posting it on twitter and instagram or something like that i can say that i like certain things but if i actually bring the artists in and let them just go about like what got them to that point where they want to make the thing that they like as much if not more than me you know like that that's it's it's a better connection than just me saying oh yeah i like this this is awesome this is beautiful <laughs> yeah and not, not saying like you know if that's how people express themselves that's how people express yeah. themselves right but uh i think we're both looking for something a little more deeper um exactly yeah then i don't know about you man but i've, I've grown a, really tired of uh, small talk in my life i don't blame you so and you know, you were, you were talking about, you know, being like this your your entire life and kind of like um, kind of embracing. I think it was when you were talking about how well you knew yourself and your greatest strength. Uh, mm-hmm. For me, there was a time where I was at a party. I asked somebody a question that they were uncomfortable with. And um, yeah, that kind of like that experience made me tell myself, maybe I shouldn't be talking like this. Maybe I shouldn't be asking these questions. So I had oh, okay. st- I stopped for a long time until I came to the realization that like maybe it was just that person <laughs> and uh, I should have like, you know, shouldn't have been so closed off. But uh, I think I'm working on that now and I'm, I'm finding people like yourself and, and other guests that who, who do like to talk about these things and it's been great because it kind of made me feel like I was there was something wrong you know I guess everyone kind of feels that way about themselves at some point like is there something wrong with me um but now I'm you know you finding your people finding your tribe so yeah Yeah. that's where I'm at I I mean I I mean it's one of those I think your podcast probably illustrates this a lot better yeah illustrates this a good bit everyone has their own experience with how they deal with their kind of stuff but at the end of the day like a person should know themselves a lot better more than anything else and asking the questions that you do ask really makes a person realize just how well they would know themselves more than anything else sometimes man um like because i don't know if everyone thinks the same way i don't think they do so yeah some folks definitely come on and are like i learned something new about myself and that 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 if I was gonna, uh, I, I'll tell you this about right now, and I'll tell all the folks listening. Um, mm-hmm. This is not a plug, but this is just an opportunity that I think every creator should know about. You heard about the Passion Grant Fund, or the the Passion Grant? I have not. No, go on, elaborate. <laughs> it's a contest on Linktree, um, but I don't think you have to have a Linktree. I'm not sure, but. Um, yeah you got 60 seconds to make a pitch about what you're passionate about and they're they're giving multiple prizes to or they're giving they're slicing up the grant to six twenty thousand winners uh i think six ten thousand and then a bunch of five thousand but yeah uh deadline is july 7th so you know i don't know about you man but you know i'm gonna try to shoot my shot 60 seconds to kind of just 
just splurge about you know what you're passionate about which i think you know uh, what I, I, I do want, i do want to say i'm glad you use that term shoot your shot because whenever i started this podcast that no, was sorry i know we didn't really get into this thing but that was the biggest thing i've learned since making this podcast more than anything else that i have at the end of the day shoot your shot because you'd be surprised the answer that you'll get a lot of times i shot my shot whenever i was first making this podcast i made a list of just different artists that i wanted to have on the podcast and i was surprised with how many people responded the the one of the first ones to respond was an artist by the name of super d who is an amazing cartoonist um and has actually done stuff for like toe jam and earl like the, the classic video game like if you've seen some of the the promotional art more recently when it comes to their most recent game back in the group that's him that's him doing that kind of stuff um so like he was one of the first people to like respond to me and like you know whenever i ask like certain artists whenever i asked joe horn the guy who did the director of class 3000 if he wanted to be on the podcast i shot my shot i didn't expect a response but you know what i got a response and then some whenever i shot my shot with the uh you know whenever i wanted to be part of the the podcast network that i'm currently a part of i shot my shot next you know i'm part of the apocalypse podcast network it's incredible yeah (laughs) you you never know and this is for anything in life you never truly know What's going to happen until you shoot your shot? You just got to go for it. The worst that any, at least when it comes to like what we're doing or whatnot, the worst anyone can say is no, that, you know, they'll go with someone else or they just won't do it in the first place. Yeah. And if they, if they went further than a no, then I don't know. That's not on you. That's on them. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. <laughs> so, but yeah, man, that that's dope. And like, I, I wish you best on your journey. Like, and I know you're just beginning and I don't think like, it really sounds like you're going to be filmmaking more than podcasting eventually. So <laughs> maybe, maybe I both? mean, maybe both, I, maybe I, I, hopefully both, but I'm going to say this. If the podcast continues to grow more and more and more people get to, to love and inspire this, and there's a way to where this can actually make money. Cause right now, if there's a way for this to eventually make money someday, I might just stick with the podcast because I'm having the most fun than I right now doing this podcast more than anything else. Because one of the things I realized when it came to making this podcast, like making these episodes, it's not about how many people are going to watch. It's not about how many you know impressions that you make online and such. At the end of the day, when it comes to this, and this is for any content creator out there, all right? At the end of the day, you need to make the content that you're going to love at the end of the day. Because if you're just gonna be posting something up just to post something up, like just for something to be out there and hopefully get an impression or something like that, you're not making the content for you. If you're not satisfied, if if you're not willing to go back to your own content and watch it, you're making the wrong kind of content. That straight up, I go back and listen to my episodes all the time. I've already got favorites and least favorites out of the people <laughs> that I've interviewed. <laughs> Not saying that there's a like absolutely like you know, no one has been horrible on the podcast. I will say, uh, you know, every single episode has something that you can easily take away from it, and I've enjoyed every single experience that I've gotten to have because at the end of the day, like that cannot be taken away from me, no matter what. There's no like again i got to talk with like the hasman hotel thing i got to talk to several people and i'm still talking to people that were part of that creation process then and now with what they're doing i got to talk to left at london the person that i gushed so much about yeah she was my third episode i got to talk to her yeah straight up 
that was something that like blew my mind. I never thought I'd get a chance to do that. Again, I talked to the guy that basically helped develop my childhood with Joe Horn. You can't take that away. That is something that you, like I, I correct me if I'm wrong. I'm sure you've had some conversations that even like you've gone back and you've just been like, wow, did I really just have this kind of conversation with this person? It's incredible. Like that's something that at the end of the day, you cannot take back. And that's something that you're going to love and cherish every single time that you watch it. So if, for any content creator, if there is if you do not enjoy your content you need to fix your content i'm with you man i'm with you i hope uh, everyone's listening out there uh but yeah you gotta you gotta love what you what you making i, I can't imagine somebody i mean you know I, I feel like unfortunately a lot of people are doing stuff that they aren't passionate about and you know they're just kind of stuck in, in in that in that cycle but uh yeah i think people are I don't know, man. I, I just hope people can can listen to the stuff we're making, um, listen to your guests, and you know feel inspired to to do do it right. Just to yeah. Because at the end of the day, you're not going to know what you love. You're not going to know what's out there until you just fucking do it. I know Nike freaking copyrighted that whole entire crap and made that whole entire marketing scheme. But it's the absolute truth. Just do it, guys. Seriously. Just, yeah, man, for real. Uh, well, before you go, man, we, we, we do got a couple more questions. Uh, okay. Yeah. If you don't I'm mind. I'm not a Russian word. <laughs> All right. Uh, well, before we... we go into the concluding questions um i've been working on creating like a mantra for the show or something okay. but it's going to be individualized for each person so for for every guest i've been having them finish this phrase i am blank i can blank i will blank i am i can i will so for you how would you fill up fill in those uh blanks i am enjoying myself right now What's the second one? Sorry, sorry, sorry. It's I am. I can. I can, will. And I will. Okay. I will. I'm enjoying my life right now. I can keep doing what I'm doing in one way or another. And I will keep doing what I'm doing to love every single day that I have. For sure, man. Um, now you have this to listen back to. If you ever need a reminder or a little little pep talk for yourself, <laughs> you got yourself right there. There you go. <laughs> um, and then this n- next question is from my previous guest. Okay. Uh, shout out to Raseem. And it's an interesting one. But uh, how would you raise yourself? If you were, you know, a parent raising you, what would you do or do anything different do something similar how would you you know what you know what i would i would say that i would raise myself the same way that i was raised but not as intense in a way like i i I was i was raised i was raised to have like a good ethic i was raised to you know, I was like a good work ethic and like there was nothing wrong with how I was raised. I'll put it like that. My dad did a great job. My stepmom did a great job. My mom did a great job. Like everyone that was involved with raising me, they did a great job. I For for me, I feel like there are times to where. I don't know how to word this. <laughs> uh, there, there are times where I feel like I, I struggle with certain things and having the way that I was raised may have 
I don't know how well that helped or hurt. I'll put it like that. So I, I feel like I would be a little bit more lenient on myself. I, I, I feel like I would be I like that's that's at the end of the day like I, I would still try to be somewhat strict because obviously I would not have the discipline that I do have for other people that I, I know and such if I didn't have the discipline that I had but I I feel like yeah like I said I feel like it would be just about the same just a, a little easier on me at times I got you I got you man um, my next question for you is what would you like to ask the next guest that comes on to 34 questions? Hmm. Can it be a two-parter question? Absolutely. Absolutely. Go okay. for it. Then if that's the case, what is their biggest passion and what's the best way for them to express that passion? Gotcha. Did you get that? Okay. What is your <laughs> biggest passion and... What, what is your biggest passion and what is the best way for you to express that passion? What is the best way to express that passion? Gotcha. I'm just typing it out. Yeah, um, no, trust me. You, you're going to need that for whatever guest you have on next. <laughs> <laughs> no doubt. No doubt. And my last question for you, man, the question that ties everything together is 500 years from now, your ancestors are watching this video. What would you like to say to them? I want them to know that no matter what they're going through, you know, it, you can be going through the highest of highs or lowest of lows. You know, I, I want you to know first off that the the people that influence your ancestors and such are some of the most amazing people that they've ever lived with or the, the, that they've ever gotten to know. I would not be the person that I would be without my dad and he wouldn't be the person he would be without his grandfather. So always remember your ancestors. Like if you're wondering how good or how bad of a person you are, just look back. Hopefully it's mainly good. I'm hoping it's good. Um, <laughs> But more than anything else, just understand that no matter what happens with your life, no matter how easy or how rough it can be, just just remember what I said earlier on in this podcast. Always remember that life is never going to be truly 100% easy, but you can't let life get to you. When it comes to life, you either got to roll with it or it rolls over you. And I know if you're at least half the person that I was, that I am or whatnot, you're going to do a good job rolling with it. I, I, I have confidence in you. I have faith in you because because I because I because I feel like I should and more than anything else. I, I feel like more than anything else that you guys, however far it is in the future, 500 years, like he said, you would have learned a lot from history. You have learned from history and hopefully you will be making better decisions than what some of my answers have made. And some of your ancestors may have made to where you guys are living the best life more than anything else. At the end of the day, live your best life, find your way to live the best life possible. Cause it's the only one that you're going to have. You can't let it go to waste. You can't just let it roll over you. You got to roll with it and you got to make it fun while you're rolling. For sure, man. 
Um, any last things you want to add or where, where people can find your stuff? I guess you mentioned it in the beginning. <laughs> You'll find it in the description, y'all. But uh, anything? I mean, I'll, I'll still give the general plug because I, I have fun doing this. <laughs> go for it. Go for it. Uh, so like I said, I'm the host of the Postmodern Art Podcast. You can find me on YouTube, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Anchor, most podcast platforms. I don't know where I'm not. I'll put it like that. Um, <laughs> uh, new episodes every Thursday, 6 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, 3 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. Uh, you know, different artists. Uh, you can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at PostModArtPod for future updates and guest announcements. Um, and also, it like... Uh, if you enjoy my podcast, if you give it a chance to listen to, um, usually the link in the videos, I will give a link to my podcast network, the Apocalypse Podcast Network. There are some incredible podcasts in that network. They're even that I would say is infinitely better than mine. Okay, like straight up. My personal favorite one, and this is one I think you might want to take note of, or you might want to take note of, because it's a good podcast. It's called Stranger Than Christian. Have you ever heard of it? No, I haven't. Stranger Than Christian. It, yeah. Yes, it's not. It's not a religious podcast. That's the first thing I gotta say. The guy's name is Christian. That's why it's called Stranger Than Christian. But basically, every single week, he brings on a different stranger and just has a conversation with them for at least an hour. That is really it. There's an online form that he has where you fill out your name, what you do, five quick facts or whatnot. And he just brings on a different guest every week and just talks with them for at least an hour. Like, like next to no conversation whatsoever beforehand. That is my personal favorite podcast. I will live and die off of that podcast because that is one that I cannot get enough of. Um, there's also, was it Hot Goss with Trash Comedy, Apocalypse Now, uh, Robots versus Dinosaurs, Whispering Hunties, The Spark Parade, The Honey Leave It Show. I'm, yeah, th- there's a good bit of podcasts that you should listen to from, you know, whether it be mine and whether it be Christian, just go to Apocalypse Pod. Sorry. Yeah. Words are wonderful. Go to Apocalypse Podcast Network.com to find all your favorite podcasts there. Also, last last little thing, last little plug. Um, I have a merch shop. You can get this wonderful thing there. This is my Mr. Money Bags. He's the one that's going to fund all your dream projects. Um, I just recently posted uh merch for pride month like there's a lot where the symbol is different colorways whether it be the lgbtq plus trans uh bisexual all sorts of different pride things we also have a couple of designs both from my co-producer tipsy j hearts and some incredible artists like artsy grandpa and my emerald tears all the profits that i make off of it not all the profits that are going back to yours all the profits that i make on it are going to charities either lambda literary which is supporting lgbtq plus writers or to the trans lifeline go to pmap.creator-spring.com purchase some of the merch there support these charities because again i am not making a single cent off of any of that merch okay and they are not going away after pride month is done and over with like they're going to stay up on the shop and they're going to be there to support those charities so do your part i mean hopefully you guys at least like the podcast before you decide to do that but still go support you know go support these people more than anything else go support your uh, go support your artists more than anything else for sure, man. For sure. Give me a second. Yeah, um, I appreciate it. Yeah, man. Uh, yeah. Everybody out there, make sure to check out Nathan. Uh, check out the postmodern mod 
podcast postmodern art podcast postmodern art podcast sorry for mm-hmm. that gotta, hey, no no trust me it wouldn't be the first time someone botched it <laughs> gotta get it right gotta get it right um there you go for all the folks out there thank you for tuning in uh whether on the streaming sites or on youtube definitely appreciate your time as well uh, remember to reach out reach forward as always much love and uh, we'll catch you guys next time on 34 questions hasta luego mi amigos Ha, ha, ha.